from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, from this month's Growth, Infrastructure and Waste Committee, councillors concerned about a backlog in spending money on local road maintenance and new works. And it was Groundhog Day when it comes to keeping long grass under control in parks and reserves. It's Monday, February 15, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. It's almost a year since new councillors were elected and some are finally flexing their muscles to express disappointment at delayed projects and the inability of council to keep up with the basics, like mowing parks and reserves during summer. Just like Groundhog Day, this is not the first time we've heard these issues raised. The big question is why hasn't senior management taken proactive steps to avoid the inevitable confrontation from councillors? Did they think residents wouldn't complain? At last week's Growth, Infrastructure and Waste Committee, I could have been listening to the same comments made 10 and 20 years ago in the same council chamber, but by different councillors. In a report before committee, the city's chief financial officer, Jeff Keach, detailed expenditure and savings for the Infrastructure and Environment Department, which manages things like roads, parks and natural areas. Yeah, the, uh, the report outlines, um, in line with what previously went to council, that in terms of the forecast expenditure against the total capital program of a movement of about 14 $2 million in total um, for the IED program, down from the sort of budget of $86 million. There's a couple of main reasons for that. There are savings, um, specifically they're identified at the moment of about, four point, about $5 million, $4 million related to the sealed road program in relation to the contract rates, what was estimates versus actuals, and some contract savings in relation to something like the Small Creek program. Mayor Theresa Harding was keen to press the point about either project delays or actual savings on jobs completed. Jeff Keach again. The majority of that savings there will be as far as I understand from the program there's a couple of small a couple of works like Sutton Road where the rehabilitation won't occur this year and will flow over into the next year but there's probably I understand about two projects Brisbane Road mm-hmm. and Sutton uh, South Station Road that will move into uh, deferred works in that area. But primarily yes at the format four million dollars is is the savings okay. in the works. Yep. I'm fairly sure Mr Keach meant South Station Road and not Sutton Road. There have also been delays in getting upgrades underway at Sutton Park in Brassel. Mayor Theresa Harding mentioned briefly a petition from Ipswich West MP Jim Madden about Sutton Park. Other savings were made on the Small Creek tender process. In the same committee meeting, Councillor Andrew Fechner moved a notice of motion about mowing of parks and reserves. And, uh, over the last several weeks, significant community concerns have been raised about the overgrown conditions of many council parks, reserves and footpaths following recent rain. It's appreciated that Ipswich has experienced a relatively wet summer. And it is acknowledged that council staff have worked diligently to mow and maintain parks across the city. However, it's important that council endeavour to ensure that during high growth periods, our open spaces are maintained to a level which meets community expectations in a cost-effective manner. Um, it's, uh, it's 
obviously apparent to all of us that sit around the table this morning based on um, the huge influx mm -hmm. of correspondence from constituents um, and the outcry that um, the level of service wasn't meeting community expectations uh, this summer. So um, in those recommendations there are, there are some very pointed and specific questions asked so that we around this table can better understand what goes into this and how we improve our service um, for next summer. Um, and that initial um, motion A, um, you know, to try and just clear that backlog to identify um, where those um, constraints are, those bottlenecks are um, in the current program to clear those and then to look forward to the future to see what we can do better moving forward. Councillor Sheila Island highlighted the growing community anger, particularly in Red Bank Plains. Um, Mayor, I had a phone call from a resident of Red Bank Plains yesterday. Um, she said that she's got a petition with 900 names on it. There's um, a huge Facebook page down there that um, they're saying people are out mowing themselves because their children can't walk on footpaths. It seems that Red Bank Plains may be at the end of the line, so the grass is fairly long, but um, certainly would hope that we're going to get Red Bank Plains at least whippersnip fairly soon. Um, the Facebook page is alive and, and well, and um, you know they're not taking the argument that we're doing the best and that um, there's been rain and they're not accepting those uh, reasons so uh, certainly support um, Council Fechner. Deputy Mayor Marnie Doyle added her voice to support the motion. Um, just concur with uh, Councillor Ireland's comments and, and absolutely agree that uh, suburbs within Division 3 uh, like Red Bank and Collingwood Park somehow seem to be uh, last on the list, certainly uh, evidenced by the photos that residents are sending through. Mayor Theresa Harding. I think we've had a lot of discussions as a council and I thank Councillor Fenton for bringing this forward because we've been swamped with um, requests from residents, um, phone calls, emails, social media, asking for us to, to do this. And I think um, asking the motion A is that the CEO be authorised to take immediate action to uh, clear that, that backlog of overgrown council open spaces, making the required budget amendments. Um, I understand the council officers are working very hard. They work on a, a nine-week or a six-week schedule. That's clearly not meeting the needs of the residents. It's clearly not meeting it. So we do need to change how things are happening. It happened last summer. It's happening this summer. And, and I'm just letting the residents know that we've heard loud and clear. So we, this motion that Council Fechner is putting forward is asking the, that a report be prepared, which includes an update on Council's mowing activities over the 2021 summer season and how these activities compared to previous summers. Uh, the next part of that, that motion was that a number of complaints have been received by Council about overgrown Council open spaces. And that the report also give information on the number of Council staff and contractors engaged to respond to the overgrown Council open spaces over this last summer season as well as provide us with options which may enhance Council's response to the high growth periods during the consideration of seasonal variations in established mowing schedules and that be presented next month. And I do note the areas across all of Ipswich, but in particular I do see Redbeck Plains, Wilbur Park and, and Collingwood Park where I get the most number of, of um, complaints from residents, very worried about their, their kids and snakes and wildlife in the long grass. So thank you very much Councillor Fickner for putting this forward. And Councillor Jacob Madsen. Public in Ipswich are pretty unhappy with it because they're worried about safety mm. and safety of children, and I believe that's justified. 
And the other point is um, the community expects council to do better in this area. So I am very happy to support the motion before us and I commend Councillor Fechner for his great style in producing it um, because we need to do better mm. and we need to provide a safe environment for children. All councillors present voted in favour of the motion. Now here's the thing. The problems mentioned here have been dealt with and solved in previous wet summers. During peak mowing season, Council has previously relied on external contractors to top up Council's own full-time mowing staff. Something is clearly broken, and I don't mean the mowers or the field workers. Why have lessons from the past been forgotten or ignored? You don't have to be Einstein or understand rocket science to know that when it rains in a Queensland summer, you can almost see grass grow. Residents have every right to complain to councillors, but it shouldn't have come to a notice of motion to do the obvious. It has taken up valuable time that had a simple solution and was going to be a problem if not addressed. Never mind another report on how to solve the lack of mowing. Council should just get on with it. Look to the past to find the answers. Is this another example of an unintended consequence as a result of undue haste taken by previous administrators and the current CEO in not renewing some staff contracts when not fully appraised of the facts? You can view all committee meetings on Council's YouTube channel and follow each meeting with the agendas and minutes from Council's website. You'll find links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswitchtoday.com.au and click the donate button at the bottom of the page. You can subscribe for free and share this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.